0: Hi, y'all. It's Joe. A uh, quick note about this episode. Uh, it's mentioned towards the end of the episode, but there was some audio recording problems. So the audio gets a little rough towards the end. Um, and it kind of just, out of nowhere, gets to the plug section. Um, but I was able to salvage most of it. It, sh- I mean, it sounds fine. It's just a couple places. Uh, it might sound... Uh, like inflections changed and that's because i had to cut out large portions of garbled audio but anyways i really like this episode um our guest was very fun uh see you next week for the next episode and uh let's all bully biden into making the u.s and the world a better place bye
1: Art was a mistake. Deviant Art. Hey, no, Deviant Art was not a mistake. Deviant Art was the place
0: where a bunch of people got their start. There's nothing wrong with Deviant Art. Hi, everyone. It's Joe, and I'm here with a very important message. Deviant Art was not a mistake. Fan fiction is not a mistake. I was gonna say, but you know what it is a mistake? But I have no way to uh, transition out of that. We have a very special guest today. Why don't you introduce yourself?
2: Hi. I'm Ash. I I do art and stuff. Hello.
0: Hello. Just out of curiosity, did you get your start on DeviantArt?
2: Ah, uh, I did post stuff to DeviantArt years ago. That account is very much gone by now. But I I did post a little bit. Some uh, some 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 Sonic OCs, mayhaps.
1: All right. Autumn, have you ever posted to DeviantArt? I I haven't. No, Though, that, that's if I had air internet when I was younger, I so would've. And, oh, oh, okay, no, I'm gonna close that now. No, that's getting dark.
2: Oh, <laughs> no.
0: You you might be asking uh, yourselves, why are we looking at DeviantArt? Why are we talking about Sonic OCs on DeviantArt? That's because today, the topic of our conversations is Sonic. Just in general. Because we have Resident sonic expert finally
2: Ah. it's finally something to do with all of this worthless knowledge
0: (laughs) hey no knowledge is worthless
2: that's true
1: all knowledge has use
2: exactly (laughs) we're
1: gonna tell yourself about your kingdom hearts knowledge no (laughs) look that's gonna have to be an episode in the future
2: (laughs) One one of my friends is like super into kingdom hearts they uh it's a lot. <laughs> I tried to get into Kingdom Hearts. I, I I played through Kingdom Hearts one, and Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories, and that that second one was not very good. And now I'm on Kingdom Hearts two, which is good, but I kind of burned myself out, so I'm taking a break.
0: Uh, I was cursed by Wizard to understand Kingdom Hearts story. It's I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's not that hard when oh, you're yeah. playing through the games and watching the cutscenes mm-hmm. because of a slow trickle of information yeah, that you can absorb. It I, seems really hard when you just get all of it at once. Like mm-hmm. when I say the real Organization thirteen is made up of multiple versions of Xehanort and different mm-hmm. life stages, and the time <laughs> he norted a kid... <laughs> God, he doesn't have any...
2: He doesn't have any friends, so he needs to make friends of himself.
0: Well, it's because he killed his only friend. Oof. <laughs> uh, and there's there's a lot more to it. Yes, he does technically have control over the uh, the letter X. And so he's able to spy on Sora because Sora's wearing an outfit that has a big X across the front. So that's how he was tracking him.
2: Is that actually the reason? That's amazing.
0: <laughs> yes, in Birth by Sleep, they're trying to figure out how... um. Organization 13 is infiltrating um, Sora and Riku's dreams, and it's because Sora has an X on his shirt.
2: That's fantastic.
0: To be fair, the response to that in-game from the characters is, That's really dumb!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, that would be my reaction too, but honestly, at this point, it seems pretty, pretty par for the course. uh for for kingdom hearts in the best way possible i say that with all the love in my heart kingdom hearts
0: kingdom hearts is good clean dumb fun it really is uh there is after kingdom hearts three there was the uh someone did write a like a hundred page paper on an alternate explanation to what how stuff worked to make things Mm -hmm. make more sense so does it could be a bit complicated
2: it could i mean i i i feel like like i've never had a problem with convoluted stories i've read homestuck three times oh, uh yeah
0: <laughs> i i am on my second read-through and it's it's rough i got to um yeah. oh who is it who trolls john and gets him killed and so dave has to go back in time is That.
2: It's either Terezi or Briska. I want to say Terezi.
0: Yeah, it's. Briska's the spider. Terezi's the blind yeah. one. Yeah. So i played
2: Briska for Halloween this past year. Nice. Anyway.
0: Uh, anyways. Um, Sonic. I, I got to that part. Oh, wait,
2: sorry. Go
0: on. Yes. Anyways. Homestuck, very convoluted. Kingdom Hearts, very convoluted. Sonic. Even more convoluted.
2: (laughs) It's true.
0: And we're not even talking about the whole Penders thing yet.
2: Oh, that will come, though.
0: (laughs) So, uh, Ash, what was your first Sonic experience?
2: Okay, so my first Sonic experience was, uh, innocently enough, Sonic 2 on the Genesis at my dentist's office. Uh, He had a, a Sega Genesis and Sonic 2, and I kept playing it. Whenever I went there, I, I had to have been, like, very, very, very young at the time. Um, and I would always get stuck on Chemical Plant. And, hard. yeah, it was it was hard back then. It's still kind of hard. I mean, I'm able to beat it now. But, like, I, I, I have not beaten Sonic 2. I don't think I've beaten any of the, like, original classic Sonic games. I beat mm-hmm. Mania. But that's because... Uh, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I think I think I think Mania is better designed than all three or four, I guess, of the original classic Sonic games. That's just me, though.
0: We do not talk about four. Uh, yeah, we do not talk about Sonic Four.
2: I was talking about Sonic CD as the fourth one, but
1: oh.
2: that too, we do not talk about Sonic Four. But yeah, so so I played Sonic Two on the Genesis, and I was like, I like this game, and I asked my parents for Sonic Two. But a Sega Genesis had not been uh, sold in retail stores for maybe about a decade at that point. Right. So the closest, yeah, I'm I'm like 24. Uh, I am I am an infant. <laughs> uh, not really, but you know, I, I I I did not grow up with the Genesis. Right. Uh but um the closest thing uh at the time to Sonic 2 was Sonic Adventure 2 on the GameCube. Yes. yes. Which was my second ever Sonic game. First game I ever actually owned a box copy of. Um oh wow. And I yeah. And I think that game shaped like a good eighty percent of me as a person <laughs> or at the very least like <clears throat> my taste in games uh like like that that game was like a super formative experience for me i i I absolutely adore that game, even though certain aspects of it, you know, maybe have aged uh better than other aspects. um but you know, I still dip in from time to time and <clears throat> excuse me, I mean, take a sip of water, Mhm. But yeah, like I still, I still boot up the game and just play it just for fun. I, I, I have a lot of the cutscenes just like kind of memorized by heart. Like, uh, <clears throat> who? So far, so good. Hey, that's that blue hedgehog again, of all places. I found you, faker, faker. I think you're the fake hedgehog around here. You're comparing yourself to me. Ha. You're not even good enough to be mine. I'll make you eat those I'll words. Make- Thank you.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just taken aback of how goddamn great of an impression that
1: was. Yeah, that At was amazing. Thank you. Know,
2: <laughs> I, I have a lot of practice doing the Sonic voice. Uh, I, I another aspect of Sonic that I that I consume from a very early age, probably since when I was like eight. Uh, was the Sonic Archie Comics, and I decided to read through uh, all of Ian's Run onward, Ian Flynn's Run onward with a friend of mine, and we do the character voices. And so, uh, you know, I got <clears throat> I do Sonic's voice. It's uh it's, I think it's pretty fun. Uh, I do Rouge's voice. Um, fuck, who else? I don't know. There's a lot of characters. <laughs> There are a lot of characters. There are a lot of characters. Um, but yeah, I guess on the note of the comics, uh what are what are y'all's uh experience with those uh in general?
0: Uh I've never read the Sonic Comics. I've seen snippets and some out of context stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's always something where I'm like, I should really start on this, and then I look at the just massive backlog and I go, Yeah i don't have the money for this
2: honestly like if you're able to i mean it's it's impossible to buy them anymore anyway mm-hmm. uh so <clears throat> not to uh not to not to advocate for for any any possible uh dubiously legal uh you know method of readership, but it's not like Archie would get any money from it, so... Right,
0: so what what you're saying is when the Wellerman comes, he might be bringing more than just tea and whiskey and rum? Sure. Um, Hi, <laughs> I recently got into sea shanties.
2: They're amazing. Fun.
0: They're real fun.
2: But yeah, <laughs> honestly, like, if you wanted to... If you wanted to read, like, just the good stuff, uh... Or at least have a mostly good experience across the board with the Archie comics specifically. Read two fifty two onward and the corresponding Sonic Universe arcs that accompany them. That is after the reboot when they had to sort of change the continuity as a result of the whole Ken Penders thing, which is yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but but that point onward is is actually. It blends in aspects of the old continuity, like the Saddam cast, uh, you know, Freedom Fighters, Sally, Acorn, hmm. Rotor Walrus, uh, Antoine Dicolette, and Bunny Rabot. Uh, along with with like streamlining it to make it more like the game cast, because pre-reboot continuity got a reel off the the rails. Like it was kind of it was kind of developed. With barely any oversight, I think, from from Sega uh, for a very long time. And so you got stuff like, uh, in the old continuity, uh, Sir Connery, who is a realistically proportioned muscular horseman who dies tragically in battle and oh. is mourned <laughs> by the Freedom Fighters. Oh.
1: I, I like know. what I'm hearing.
2: Uh-huh. He had a mustache.
0: <laughs> when I think of horse, I think mustache.
2: Of course.
0: When
1: when do we get mustache Sonic?
2: When do we get that's his uncle, Uncle Chuck.
1: I, I was about to say that's Uncle Chuck. Yeah, I do know. That. Wait, does Sonic has family?
2: Yeah, Sonic has family. Uh, traditionally, in like the old cartoons, he had an uncle named Uncle Chuck. Uh, imagine Sonic, but it's like a slightly lighter, more faded blue. And also he has big bushy gray eyebrows and a mustache. Uh, and he yeah. got
0: roboticized once.
2: Yeah, he got roboticized. And Sonic had to watch as his only uh, living family member hunted him down and and tried to uh, capture him. Mm-hmm. It was real sad. Mm-hmm. Um, in the comics, he also has parents uh, named Jules and... Ah, shoot what was his mom's name bernie uh jules and bernadette hedgehog yeah
0: his dad's name was jules
2: yeah j-u-l-e-s
1: oh okay okay but when does he die in a toxic waste incident
2: uh he doesn't but he does (sighs) get also roboticized (laughs) which (laughs) is
1: Same thing,
2: right? He was he was injured in the war, and what? when he got robot, yeah, there was a there was a great what? It was like a race war between the uh. humans and the and the Movians, which is just a lot to unpack. <laughs> that's actually that's actually the whole like backstory they give Robotnik is that he was a he was a defector from the uh, human side of the war, and he he went to uh, the kingdom of Acorn and and consulted Princess Sally's dad, uh, King Acorn, uh, for for help. And he's like, I I if you if you like offer me asylum or whatever, I can I can be your like scientist. I could be your warlord, dude, and and I can uh, I can help in the war effort. But then over the course of that happening. He's slowly just throwing a a coup and throws King Acorn into like a a void pocket dimension, uh, along with an evil troll wizard uh, who has a a tail and a a rhino horn and a crab claw. His name is Ixisnogus. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is all this is all regular Sonic lore for sure. This
1: is amazing.
2: Yeah. And then so Robotnik takes over, and then Sonic and his friends have to run away, and they gotta they gotta resist and fight back against against the evil uh, industrial tyranny of 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 Eggman. And it's really great. Um But yeah, Sonic's dad gets injured in this war, and he does he gets roboticized. The, the roboticizer was a a joint project between Sonic's Uncle Chuck and Robotnik. And when Robotnik took over, ah, uh, like it was originally designed to like be a medical thing. Like like you know, it essentially you know just converts organic matter into mechanical ones. And the intention is like, oh, you could save people's limbs. You can uh, stop organ failure or whatever. Uh, you can save the dying, etc. But then Robotnik just uses it for slave labor, which is just, just fantastic. Um, but yeah, Sonic's dad, he gets roboticized. Eventually he gets his mind restored, but because of the injuries he sustained in the war, he can never be de Okay. So that's, yeah, it's a, it's a lot.
0: <laughs> Wait, so you can de-roboticize people?
2: Yes, you can. Um, there's actually a whole arc where Sonic himself gets roboticized. Oh. Um, it's called, I think, Metallic Madness. Uh, it's a really cool arc. Uh, like Sonic gets captured by by Knack the Weasel, also known as Fang the Sniper, who's uh, for those unaware uh, a purple weasel with a gun and uh, and a Australian like cowboy hat i don't know he speaks with non australian yes exactly (laughs) like 100 percent uh he's he's one third of uh team hooligan later in the (laughs) comics uh which consists of him uh being the dynamite duck and bark the polar bear and they're essentially the shitty team rocket of the sonic universe they're like goons for hire but they're terrible at their job (laughs) it's it's fantastic but yeah, Sonic gets captured by by Fang, and Eggman roboticizes him and sets him on a rampage. And the Freedom Fighters are panicking. And Knuckles shows up. He's like, "I can, I can handle this." Uh, and Sally's like, "It's a good thing we have this little chip here that maintains your consciousness if you get roboticized." And and Knuckles is like, "That's a good thing because the way I'm going to." Uh, to combat robot Sonic is me becoming a robot too and doing a really sick robot battle. And they do that. And it's really cool. That is like, I think that's one of the few Ken Penders stories I legitimately enjoy.
0: Okay. So, yeah. That's that's good. Uh-huh. Significantly cooler than I thought Sonic. Yeah.
2: it, it gets really cool. Like, like there's there's some really fun moments, especially later on when when Ian Flynn takes takes the reins and and brings it a little bit closer to game canon, and then really brings it closer to game canon once uh, the reboot happens. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to think of other really cool moments. Like, there's there's a lot of really great storylines. Uh. And a lot of really fun characters. One of my favorites. It's kind of a very niche favorite. His name is Scourge the Hedgehog. What? Is that that the guy who becomes Infinity? No. No, 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 no. Um. He. So. In the Sonic comics, there is a multiverse. Scourge. Is the evil alternate universe version of Sonic. He was introduced early on as anti Sonic, and the main differentiator was that he was he had a leather jacket and sunglasses,
0: <laughs> so he was just that much cooler.
2: Yeah, he was cooler, and he could say fuck, like it was it was censored, it was scribbled out, obviously, but he like says fuck in the in the comics. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm looking up Scourge the Hedgehog. Yes. Oh, he's green.
2: <laughs> yeah, later on, later on, uh they kind of use him as as sort of a recurring villain uh for a while, along with his uh anti-freedom fighters who fight against freedom. Uh which also <laughs> fun fact, Robotnik in that universe is a veterinarian. I just think that's hilarious. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. so Scourge eventually uh, he teams up with Rouge to steal the Master Emerald um, because he he had kind of gotten dunked on multiple times and trapped out of his home dimension so he's just this loser wandering around trying to find something to do Uh, and he teams up with Rouge to steal the Master Emerald which is being guarded by Knuckles' dad at the time and he gets yeah, and he gets into a, a bit of a fight with Knuckles' dad, um, and and he like punches him across the chest, and that's where the scars come from. And then Rouge distracts him, uh, and Scourge gets on top of the uh, the Master Emerald and absorbs some of its power, and that's why he's green. And then he renames himself Scourge uh, because here's the fun part about about Scourge is that. While he started as like just kind of a an original sort of sonic derivative,
0: mm-hmm.
2: they sort of turn that into a meta commentary about Sonic recolors. Like he is quite literally a Sonic recolor trying to make himself different and differentiate himself from <laughs> what he's a copy of. like. He goes back to his home dimension and gives all of the characters makeovers so they don't look as much like their mainline counterparts and gives them all different names and stuff. And, but otherwise, he's just got a really sad, hollow existence because he's entirely, like, his entire personality is built off of rejecting what he, uh, is trying not to be, um, you know, like, like like Sonic essentially, and it's—I don't know—he's a really fun character. Uh, he's an absolute asshole. <laughs> like, if you think Sonic is is a little blue bastard, this guy's even worse. <laughs> he actually steals Sonic's girlfriend at one point. Nice. Who becomes a main villain. Yeah. Uh, you can kind of. Her name is Fiona Fox. Uh and yeah, it turns out she was cheating on Sonic with Scourge <laughs> for months. And there's just a there's just a moment where Scourge shows up and in front of Sonic is Sonic's base and he's like, Hey, how's it going? Also, hey babe, what's up? And she's like, Oh yeah, by the way, Sonic, uh <laughs> got some news. Bye, bitch.
1: Sonic Wait. got cooked! I was yeah. going to say,
0: so Sonic actually did get cucked by a hedgehog.
2: It's true. Yes, it happened.
1: Also, I'm saying art of uh, Scourge the Hedgehog as Super mm-hmm. Scourge being purple. Is that legit? Yes!
2: that's canon. There's a storyline yes. later on where this is after he takes over his home dimension, essentially, his home world. Uh, thrones himself king and then invades sonic's world and tries to do the same but sonic like fights him back with the with the aid of his own team because they all hate scourge's guts uh (laughs) because he he's just like a terrible uh like awful leader to them like Uh, he always
1: double dips his chips at like the get-togethers
2: and shit oh he absolutely would um but yeah, they all hate him. They all want him gone. They like how things were when he was gone. So they're like, yeah, let's let's get this dude out. Uh, Anti-Tales is fun. His name is... Uh, he just goes by Miles. And he's like this evil little mastermind. I love it. <laughs> like, like, he gives off the same energy as... I, I can't remember. I've only seen a couple of episodes of Umbrella Academy. But the, like little kid who time travels who's actually old or whatever i can't remember which number that was but he Five, gets the, yeah he gets off the same vibe as as that kid but like sinister <laughs> it's it's great but yeah they fight him back to his home dimension and scourge goes up to his throne which is filled with his universe's version of the chaos emeralds and he turns purple and and his like iris or his uh the, the whites of his eyes turn black, and he's all like badass and stuff. And Silver the Hedgehog is also there. He's like, I'm trying to find the traitor amongst the freedom fighters. <laughs> and Sonic is like, Cool, who are you? Um, and also Shadow is there for like a hot minute. Uh, very
1: hot minute, I bet.
2: Very hot minute. Uh, Shadow. <laughs> Shadow. Yeah, so they teleport, Shadow and and Metal Sonic teleport into the first, or the last issue of the Sonic X comic book, which takes place kind of between, I think, I think seasons three and four, like before the Metarack saga, I think it, it might even be two and three, I can't remember, um... But this is during the time that Shadow is, like, dead. And so Shadow shows up. He's fighting Metal Sonic on top of, like, they teleport in on, on like, a tea party that Cream and her mother and I think Sonic as well are having together. Uh, and it it totally ruins the vibe. And then Metal Sonic escapes. And then Shadow's like, uh, or Sonic is like, Shadow, I thought you died. And it's like, long story, I got better. <laughs> uh, or, or, no, 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 that happens later. He he, first explains he's from a different dimension, and then Sonic just kind of brings him on a tour, mm-hmm. saying hi to all of his friends. Vector, he brings him to Vector, who's like, who just the previous issue turned into a kaiju. And was... What? Yes. <laughs> and was busy uh, reconstructing the Chaotix HQ. um, And, and, and... Uh, vector's like hey is that shadow and sonic's like yeah isn't he dead uh long story he got better cool and then uh he brings shadow to see chris thorndyke and chris gives him a hug and it's very strange seeing shadow the hedgehog receive a hug even though by all by all accounts he needs one on a constant basis let's be honest
1: yes poor old 80 year old poor old best boy
2: Poor old Best Boy. It's He's true. pretty old, isn't he? He's he was created fifty years ago, uh, before the events of Sonic Adventure Two. So, okay. assuming that time progressed past that point, right and how, mostly, yeah.
1: How old Sonic is? It what is Shadow made based off Sonic? Nope.
2: kind of. Well, Not, actually, what? Yeah, sorry. yeah. Okay, okay. So there's there's lore. You see?
1: Yes, I Fuck. this. Inject it into my veins, please.
2: So, uh, one of the things that is established through like multiple different games and and sort of lore snippets and instruction manuals and what have you is that Gerald Robotnik, Eggman's grandfather who created Shadow, studied a lot of echidna culture and like archaeology and stuff. Um, <clears throat> and I don't I don't know if this is something that was a fan theory or if it was outright confirmed. I'm leaning towards saying it was confirmed somewhere in some obscure like uh something or other, maybe like Sonic battle or something. I don't know. Um but there's a mural in Sonic 3, uh Sonic 3 and Knuckles in Sky Sanctuary Zone, where you actually where you fight Knuckles that depicts Super Sonic fighting Eggman. And the I guess predominant theory is that Gerald based Shadow's general ap- general general appearance off of Supersonic as depicted in that mural, uh, because he would have studied that uh, through his research. Um, so even though Sonic would not have been born for a very long time afterwards, this like prophetic ancient Echidna mural, ah. Uh, showed sonic and it's like oh, i'm i'm going to steal that what do you what do you think evil alien warlord who is helping me make this hedgehog boy uh yes that seems that seems most agreeable i don't care
0: <laughs> i forgot about dark star
2: yeah it's is a whole thing
0: <laughs> I remember what the fuck his name is
2: black doom
1: <laughs> black doom Sounds like a metal subgenre.
2: It's, yeah. Sure, it is.
1: And one yeah. that I would love.
2: Yeah. But yeah, it's people. I, you know, whenever t- people talk about Shadow, uh, at least in a lot of online circles, I get the general impression that they're. They're just sort of like, oh, he's edgy and we can't take that seriously. And look, he's saying damn and using guns. Isn't that wacky for a cartoon hedgehog to do? But I think those people forget that like, or or, or maybe just aren't aware that like, if you really look at it, Shadow's kind of the only character or one of the only characters who's had a consistent character arc play out throughout several of the games. Like, he's genuinely, like, no joke, the most developed Sonic character, at least as far as the games are concerned. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know. I think it's fun. He,
1: he is legit my favorite character from Sonic.
2: He's great. Love, Shadow. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of Sonic lore. I apologize for going, like, on a massive ramble like
0: that. How dare you go on a massive ramble about Sonic on the episode we're dedicating to the discussion of Sonic?
2: You know what? That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Um,
0: it's it's almost like I asked you to be on the podcast to talk about Sonic for a absolutely reason.
2: Absolutely true. You are correct. I'm sorry. I um, was really
0: mean. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to sound mean no, to you.
2: No, you're fine. Uh, but but yeah, it's it's great. I, I i really like shadow i i even like even though his game is a little bit is it's a little bit of a hot mess i i still it's kind of a guilty pleasure for me i don't know it's not a game i universally like but it's if I turn it on, I'm going to have a mostly good time, assuming I don't hyper-obsess over actually getting the objectives that I've missed, because that re- game requires you to beat the game ten times to get the true ending.
1: Yeah, it's a lot, but and,
0: I uh, loved it as a kid. And yeah. that's not even every mm-hmm. ending, because every single path has a different ending.
2: It's true. It's absolutely uh, true.
0: There is a long play of a... Mm-hmm. or Sorry, the speedrun 100% is segmented because thank christ <laughs> but it's many 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 hours long yeah because someone went through and did every single possible ending because every mm-hmm. ending has a different name and mm-hmm. is less
1: technically distinct that, that that's how you tell it's high um, quality like, i think
2: that takes some of the wind out of the sails but eh what can you do
1: okay i never right. finished all the endings though so. is there a ending
2: to kill sonic there's one where you get to kill eggman there's one where you get to kill uh the gun commander who was also on the arc when maria Mm -hmm. was there and was friends with her and was really jealous that she and and that gun commander blames shadow wait yeah sorry Sorry.
0: yeah that's fair did you know that the original design documents for sonic have him with a girlfriend yeah her name is uh
2: yeah oh go on go on go on sorry
0: uh, she is, I think she's kind of inspired by Betty Boop, but with, like, big blonde hair, but kind of those same proportions.
2: Uh-huh. Her name, her name was Madonna.
0: Madonna, that's right.
2: And actually, they, they later adapt her into the Archie Sonic comics as a gun agent. Of course. And they take that, they take that base design and make her, like, this armored badass And she's like, they sort of combine the basic idea of her character with uh, Rouge's human gun uh, agent girlfriend from Sonic X. Uh, Fuck, what was her name? I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you heard me correctly.
0: There's multiple things I need to, like, absorb out of that sentence. Yeah. So So, mm -hmm. Rouge has a girlfriend and gun.
2: Yes, essentially, yeah
0: like canonically for, or is it like it, it's gal like pals?
2: they they really play up the tension in Sonic X. Uh there's a character named uh Agent Topaz and she and Rouge cuz they both work for GUN. Rouge is always like getting all flirty and and up in her face and and uh contentious with her and it's like okay, you knew what you were doing.
0: <laughs> I keep forgetting um, that Rouge is a cop.
2: Yeah. It's it's actually okay. I have some stuff to say uh, regarding Team Dark's involvement with Gun, as it okay. pertains to some later Gun or uh, later games, because <laughs> there's some there's some stuff with uh, specifically okay. Before before I get into that, I was just gonna say uh, they take that Madonna character and and they turn her into like a badass, and and they call her Madonna Garnet. And, I don't know, she's pretty cool. She shows up for, like, maybe one issue, though. <laughs> um, but, yeah, in, in Sonic X, Rouge had a had a, essentially a human girlfriend. There's a lot of uh, fan art of them. So what you're of, telling me is Sonic yeah.
1: 06 is canon. No. Kind, kind,
2: kind sort of, not, re- kind of. I mean, Mostly. it kind of, yeah, sorry.
0: Most of the events of Sonic 06 do, do not happen because it yeah. uh, retcons itself out of existence mm-hmm. at the end.
2: Yeah. Even though Silver's, like, still hanging around, it's like, hey, Sonic! <laughs> Remember that time where I, where I stopped a giant evil fire deity from taking over the world? And he's like, ha no! <laughs> cool. <laughs> then I did my job. Be back later. <laughs> Who was that guy again? <laughs> Anyway,
0: Shadow's foot hurts. He's not sure why.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah. So there's actually a thing that I I've talked with friends about this, and it every time I think about it, it it makes me just frustrated. Uh, Sonic Forces on the topic of Sonic Forces. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> there's there's the main. I guess the main villain of that game, or the main uh,
0: antagonist, one of
2: one of the main antagonists, you know, because obviously the main main antagonist is still Eggman, but the big scary new edgy character that they introduce is Infinite, uh, who, as as before, also has heterochromia and hates Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's an there's an interesting thing that they do with his backstory. That they could have really used. But they just failed to capitalize. On any of the dramatic irony of it. And so. so uh, of course just as a reminder. Uh, a refresher. If you will. Uh, you know Shadow's backstory is. His best friend got killed by military agents. And he wants to seek revenge. Right. Mm. Uh, in the beginning of Sonic Forces. Which at this point. Shadow, Rouge, and Omega all work for Gun as, like, a unit, as, like, okay. a Black Ops special unit to do the dirty jobs that no one else will do, uh, and they they invade an Eggman base, and Shadow legit kills all of Infinite's friends, then kicks his ass and leaves, mm-hmm. and Infinite vows revenge, and it's like, wow, Infinite's backstory is that he's an edgy character who wants revenge on everyone because a government agent came and killed his friends. Sounds heckin' familiar, but they do nothing with it! And it makes me upset.
0: (laughs) It's like a mirror. It rhymes.
2: Yeah, it rhymes. But then they just, like, stop trying to rhyme it halfway through the game. Mm -hmm. And not even halfway. I don't know.
0: Isn't that only revealed in like uh, Shadow DLC?
2: Yes, um, it's like three levels where you play as Shadow, uh, and they're all just modifications of existing levels in the in the game proper.
0: But you're Shadow.
2: But you're Shadow, and you're you're on on radio communications with Rouge and Omega on a constant basis. Uh, I don't know. I, I have a complicated relationship with Sonic Forces. By all accounts, it is a very mediocre game and kind of a letdown in almost every regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can't stop playing it because it's just kind of junk food for my brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like what what's a game what's a game like that for y'all? Because that is that is definitely it's a weird relationship mm-hmm. I have with that game. <laughs>
0: Let me take a quick look at my Steam library. I'm
1: so, doing the same thing.
2: Yeah, I have I have probably an embarrassing amount of hours in Sonic Forces, specifically one because of mod support, and two, uh, oh yeah, ninety ninety eight hours, which is less than I thought, but more than I hoped.
1: Uh oh, uh, actually, mods that makes you think. I I probably I have definitely put way more hours into Skyrim than I rightfully should have. Mm-hmm. Just. Modding shit.
2: Yeah. I, I, the Sonic modding community is like actually incredible. Just like the, the fan, fan game, fan mod, fan art, like all of that. Like, I don't know. People make some really cool shit. Like, uh, I used to be like super duper duper into Sonic fan games. I still kind of am, but there's not, quite as many of them coming out on a near constant basis as there used to be. Um, but one of my favorites, uh, it's called Sonic Robo Blast, Sonic Robo Blast 2. Mm-hmm. It is a Doom full conversion mod that turns it into an, an entirely 3D Sonic game. It is actually incredible what they managed to accomplish. Uh, its It's insane. It's like a whole 3D Sonic game Made in Doom, and it also has a ton of mod support, and I love it. It's been, like, consistently updated since, like, 1999 to this Je- very day.
0: Jesus. Yeah, wow. I played this
2: as a kid, and then they came out with a new version, like, a year or two ago that added, like, slopes and stuff, which prior to that was not possible because the game is made in fucking Doom. Mm-hmm but but they managed to do it and there's just like physics and stuff and it's genuinely incredible it's like high key one of my favorite sonic games if if sega just like paid this team a licensing fee slapped their logo on it and charged like 20 bucks for it i would buy it in a heartbeat it's it's super good um
0: okay hi uh my recording software is exploding so real quick, we're we're gonna do a plugs. Um, I know this seems kind of sudden, but this but to us it isn't. Uh, anyways, uh, Ash, what do you want to plug?
2: Yeah, uh, I guess I'll plug my Twitter for now. Uh, you can find me at it's boomstorm, all one word. Uh, I do art and stuff, and some of that is Sonic related.
0: Okay, um, I'm gonna plug. Uh, Intro and outro is done by the Troubadours. One of the artists in the Troubadours is Gren. Gren is fucking fantastic. They're a super cool person. They've been on the podcast. Uh, They were the DM for our lasers and feelings. Super fun. And our uh, Feast of Victory, I think it is. The Wendy's RPG, which was super fun because of Gren.
1: Gren. Uh, uh, I'm going to promote Hitsuji and she has given me conflicting feelings about Pumpkin.
0: Hope you're having a good 2021.